Hello everybody, it's Catherine Colas here from simplyhormones.com and I'm here today to focus on how debilitating symptoms of menopause can affect relationships. It's a subject that's not often discussed and I'm very pleased to say that I have Trevor and Rosie Clark here with me today and they've agreed to tell us about their own story. I first met Trevor via email when he discovered my website, Simply Hormones, as he was seeking more information on menopause. Trevor's background is in advertising, and he had his own very successful advertising agency, which they sold in 1992. And since then, they've been working together running a marketing and franchise development consultancy within the UK and, uh, and the US. And now they're very much focused on promoting a new product to the UK called Amberin. And we'll talk about that later. It's a natural choice for the relief of menopause symptoms. Let's get started on that. And perhaps I can start with you, Trevor. I have a theory that men notice changes in their wife's behavior before they do. Or perhaps it's better to say before they want to recognize those symptoms for what they really are. Did that happen to you? Uh, yes, I think it's fair to say that it did. It's hard to be precise about when I first noticed changes in Rosie's emotional state. Mm. Obviously, they happened gradually. Mm. And it was at a time when we had lots of other complicated things going on in our lives as well. Mm. But looking back with the benefit of hindsight, I think that her mood swings were the first menopause symptoms to surface. And yes, I think probably I noticed them before she did. Yes. Um, so can you, uh, uh, was there anything more specific about uh, you noticing it? Did you, were you able to discuss it with her, for instance? Did you say to her something like, um, oh, you're being a bit moody, or have you noticed the way you're talking to me, it's not very comfortable, or anything like that? Well, not really. I think, I think if Rosie's being a bit moody, the last thing I'm going to say to her is you're being a bit moody. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, um, yes. <laughs> I, I think I can trace her mood swings, again with hindsight, mm. uh, back to probably about a year before her period stopped. Right, And yes. a year before her hot flashes and night sweat started. Right. Um, that would take them back to the earlier part of 2008. Yes. Oh, now, now that's very interesting because it sounds like, and I'll talk to Rosie in a minute, that Rosie's going to be one of those people that she started to, to experience the symptoms after her period stopped. So she was always already at that word called menopause. So Rosie, if I can turn to you, actually before we, we go down that road, I understand you have your own special word to use instead of hot flushes. What is that? <laughs> yes, I, I don't like the term hot flushes at all, so I no. use the term heat wave. Yes, I think that's far better. I think everybody should adopt heat wave. Um, it just covers it so much better, doesn't it? Yes, I think. Yes. So just uh, to talk about when you recognized your symptoms, did, did they actually start after your periods had finished then? Have I picked that up correctly? Yeah, well, the the month before my 54th birthday, yeah. um, which was in April 2009, mm. my period stopped and I never had a period again after yes. that. Um, I'd had really heavy periods for about um, maybe three to four years before yeah. that. Yeah. And I do now recall having had the oil heat waves um, yes. the year before. Although they were pretty rare and mm. not intense at all. Yes. But um, I, I didn't link any of that to the menopause. 
And then yeah. about two to three months after my 54th birthday, the heat waves started, started. Mm. until they became frequent and really intense. Yes. And then it started, which obviously affected my sleep. Yes. Um, so although I wasn't aware of them at the time, I had terrible mood things, but mm. um, obviously it was a result of heat waves and disturbed sleep. Yes. Uh, some days I just felt so tired and so ill. Yes. Although I know menopause obviously isn't an illness, but no. I did feel ill. Yes, I, I used to say that. It, they, they, uh, it's, there isn't a medical term. They say that it is not an illness. And I used mm. to say, so why do I feel so ill? So mm. obviously we, we share that same feeling, which doesn't, we don't seem to be getting across, uh, either to our doctors or to anybody else or, or not understanding it ourselves really, are we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's there's not enough information out there. So perhaps you you reach that age and you thought, oh that's good. I've I've got away with not being too badly affected by menopause. Did you think <laughs> yes. that at the time? Yes. And uh, yes. I, I could I could give the alternative view on that, of course. Yes. Because I think I think the mood swing started probably a year before the the hot flushes and night sweats. Yes. Um, it, it's a little difficult to judge because yes. we, we had uh, we, we had a lot of other things going on in our lives, and we we just bought a second home in San Francisco. Yes. And had had seven transatlantic trips in ten months. <laughs> so <laughs> the, these things would have would have had their own taken their own toll yes. anyway. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. But I, I'm I'm satisfied in my own mind that it was early-ish in 2008 that Rosie's mood swings and tendency to what do we call it, unpredictable irritability, yes, yeah. started to become apparent to me, even though perhaps not to her. Yes, um, yes, it's that unpredictability, isn't it? And and Absolutely. Rosie, do you, did do you feel that it affected your relationship with Trevor at the time? Um, to be honest, by the time it had really kicked in, I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't think about how this was affecting Trevor. No. I mm. think you you, you, you know, were so busy with all the other stuff going on. Mm. Well, busy, yes, and I think I think when you're not feeling great yourself, it mm. doesn't really occur to you that that your behaviour is affecting. No, you know, I, I can see now that Trevor could see how much I was suffering, and obviously that was hard for him. Yes. Because you know, what, what could he do about it? Yes. And, uh, yes, and if he said the wrong thing, you'd, you'd bite his head off, probably. That's, um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I didn't realise it so much at the time. No. Mm. You know, it's yes, because we're not noticing our own behaviour. And I, uh, from what I've been reading, it's a bit like pubescent che- teenagers, and mm. their hormones are up and down like a fiddler's elbow, and they're not recognising body language and... Um, uh, even real language and that's the same thing happening to women at the other end of the scale and yes, we don't true. seem to recognise what's going on no. um, yeah the, the things that prompted Rosie's mood swings Catherine mm. uh, were very often minor things that got blown up out of all proportion that, that would arrive in a heartbeat um, yes. with no warning whatsoever uh, and the other category that I can recall is that Sometimes she'd dredge up things that I'd done that irritated her 15 or 20 <laughs> yes, or 25 years yes, ago. Yes. Um, this uh, is and that's some flooding back into her consciousness from somewhere. This I'm is sure you don't so. Examples. Yeah. <laughs> it is so common, Trevor, and, and I was doing exactly the same thing. 
And um, my husband would say, you know, for God's sake, that happened X number of years ago. Why are you giving me a hard time about it now? Really, that, that, and, that's so rewarding to hear, you know, yes. because I, I, I thought it was just me. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's very common. And, um, and actually, uh, to, you, we've spoken on it, you and I have spoken on a few occasions about menopause now, and you mentioned then a couple of phrases um, when you were talking about uh, Amberin to me and how yes. it changed everything for Rosie. And you said if it was effectively giving her life back and me my wife back. Now, yes. these these phrases resonated immediately with me because yes. word for word, they were exactly what my husband said to me. So you were so grateful, obviously, for, for discovering this new product. And I think it was you who found out about Amberin, wasn't it, Trevor? Can you tell us in, what happened? In, yeah, in a, in a curious sort of way. Early last year, mm. I had to be in San Francisco in business for a couple of weeks. Mm. But we just returned from a family, close family funeral in Australia. Mm. And Rosie's hot flushes, or I should now say heat waves, now that we've introduced that into the conversation, yes. were certainly getting worse. Mm. Uh, she was under a lot of stress at the time, and having just returned from Australia, it would have been wrong uh, for, for me to have persuaded her to do another long-haul back-to-back flight with me to San Francisco. Yes. So I went off to San Francisco on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of days before my flight back to the UK, I happened to be on uh, radio and KSFO and heard an, a commercial for Amberin that said that it wasn't a drug, but that it had been clinically proven to pharmaceutical standards and relieve menopause symptoms safely and with no side effects. Mm. Safer than HRT and more effective than herbals. Yeah. Now, the ad explained that amberin was an, an extract from Baltic amber, which mm. is a fossilized form of tree resin yeah. discovered later, um, and worked by rejuvenating the body's hormonal system and prompting it to continue making its own hormones naturally yes. during and after the menopause mm. without any pregnant horse urine or risky artificial yes. hormone as used in regular HRT. Yes. Yeah. So, so I, I scribbled down the name while driving, spelt it wrongly, <laughs> uh, and then Googled for it when I got back that evening. Yeah. Google being the brilliant thing that it is, of course, it found Amberin for me even despite my misspelling. Yes, yeah. So I looked at the website and was very impressed. I tend to be a glass-half-full person, mm-hmm. so I like to believe what I read. Yes. And I phoned at midnight California time, 8 a.m. in the U.K., and got her to look at the website too. Yes. Yeah, and it's very interesting to me this using amber. Uh, I've never heard that before um, used in in any kind of. I'm reluctant. It's not medication, but used in any kind of product that's going to help our bodies. Usually, think of amber as something for jewellery, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the 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 ingredients that are extracted from amber are succinates, Mm. which I believe are salt. Right. Uh, but, but they work on the endocrine system and the pathways that link the hypothalamus and the pituitary in the brain mm. with the hormone-secreting glands in the body. That's right, uh, yes. To, to create the, 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 um, the efficiency in these pathways that existed before menopause. Yes, yeah. So it's, it sounds as if it's reaching all the parts we need it to reach without all the side effects, as you say. And, well, and, um, and attacking the problem at source rather than masking yes, it. Yes, 
That's right. Double them yep. them too. yep, sticking a plaster on it. And I understand yeah. that, that it, there's no uh, counter effect if you're already on HRT and you want to come off it. You can take Amberin, start taking Amberin to help you wean yourself off HRT. Is that, is that you, correct? You can. There, there mm. are three, there are, as you know better than I, there are many, many different types of HRT. Yeah. And the, depending on which flavor you're on depends mm. on which of three routes you should take to, to uh, as it were, blend Amberin in and HRT out of your, your regime. Your system, yeah. Uh, and, and your family doctor would guide you with knowledge of which particular variant of HRT you're on. Yes, The family yeah. doctor would guide you in which of the three uh, uh, courses would be best for you. Yes, yeah. Because we don't want anybody going cold turkey, do we? That's, that's well, nothing that, that worse. Well, one of the three. <laughs> Um, uh, leaving a gap between the end of HRT and the start of Amberin is one of the three options. Right. The three routes. Yes. And I think if, if you're on a particular type of HRT, um, that is what your doctor would recommend you to yeah. do. Uh, remembering that Amberin and HRT work in the opposite way. HRT sticks hormones into your body and yep. therefore relieves it of the need that it's already given up in part, but it relieves it of the need to continue making its own or to want to make its own. Yes. Whereas Amberin's function is to prompt the body to continue making hormones in the same yes. way yeah. and throughout the majority of your life. Yeah, to stabilize them in effect, really, yes. isn't it? Yes, yes, which is what we want to happen. So, so Rosie, how did you feel about um, taking Amberin? Were you as enthusiastic as Trevor? Uh, well, not at first. No. Um, I tried. Um, what did I try? I tried black cohort. Yeah. Red clover and um, I think three other menopause treatments. Yes. Which didn't help at all, mm. or or at least I didn't feel any significant improvement. No. Um, so I really thought, oh well, you know, another thing. But yes. I I went onto the website and I was very impressed with the website. Mm. I thought, well, this is something different. It's not just multivitamins or yes. flavorings. Mm. Um, I've never heard of it, obviously, but Trevor brought it back, and mm. I tried it, um, two tablets a day, one white and one orange, mm-hmm. and by the, ec- by the end of the second week, I could feel a slight improvement in heat waves. Right, so, yeah, so that, that quite was quickly. Mm. quite amazing. Mm. Um, and by the end of the fourth week, which is 30 days, Mm. There's a marked improvement. Yes. Uh, still having heat waves, but not so frequent or so intense. Yes. So by the, by the, the end of the 90-day period, mm. I felt almost completely normal again. Yes. Um, yeah. I could not believe the difference yes. that Amberin had made. Yeah. And, and I was telling anybody who would listen how yeah. wonderful this product was. Yes, and, um, and, it, and it's... You know, everyone kept saying to me, but, you know, you can't get it here. Yes, yeah. You know, you can only get it from America and it's yeah. too expensive for the time you pay. Yes, all the duty and everything. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why you and Trevor have um, grabbed it with both hands and have the UK distribution rights. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. So um, what else was it? Oh, so are you still taking Amber and Rosie? Do you have to continuously take it or can you take breaks or how does it work? Yeah, you, t- you have to take a break. You take it for mm. 90 days. Right. And then you come off it for up to 90 days mm. um, to let your body produce its own hormones. Right. 
Um, but what I had to go back on before the 90 days were up because my symptoms came back again. Yes. Um, so that's what you do. Gradually, mm. um, you won't have to take it at all because the the, the break period mm. will gradually get longer. Yes. Until you don't have to take it at all. Yes. Which so today, yeah. Because if you're on mm. HRT, yes. you're on it forever. Yes. Or, yeah. You know, as soon as you come off it, you go right back to the beginning. Yes. Again. Yeah. It's just awful. Mm, absolutely. So it's really re-educating your body. It's gone through this uh, um, turmoil of the hormone changes, anyway, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, and because of our busy lives, we're always so stressed, and and yeah. of course the body's reacting to that too. So this is uh, re-educating the body. And would you say you've changed your lifestyle? along with it as well are you as busy as you used to be I feel exactly as I did before yeah yeah it, before the, the menopause symptoms started yes it's that word normal isn't it and I used to say to my husband uh, I've forgotten what normal is mm, absolutely um, and when normal you... might be a bridge too far to describe either of you <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but but you know we as women know what we're supposed to feel like normal but then yeah. you yeah. you forget about it because you're so overwrought with these symptoms and it's not until you find something that stabilizes your system and you think yes this is normal i did used to feel like this and thank goodness i feel like it again so so that's absolutely brilliant so that's a very powerful reason um for you both to help raise awareness of menopause symptoms and a new choice a new natural choice that can be thrown into the pot for for other people to try Mm-hmm. What, what we need to do, I think, in, mm-hmm. in terms of, of raising awareness, is to, to differentiate properly amberins from the other natural products out there. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it certainly belongs to the natural products group. Yes. But it's, still, its methodology is still completely different from all the, the, the herbal remedies. Yes. Uh, that that it, it really does deserve a category of its own. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it really herself was... was um, Disencouraged or, or disenchanted, I suppose, with the prospect of Amberlin because she, the, the black cohort and red cohort, yeah, tried so many, yeah. for her. Mm. Uh, and it was only when she took the time to go in to delve into the, the, the website in, in some detail mm. that she realised that this okay. acted in a different way. Exactly yes. So, yeah. Yeah, yes, and I think I've spoken to so many people about the the herbal route, and yeah. women really want to do something natural to stabilise their hormones as they're going through menopause. Yeah. And for some yeah. people, and I I haven't found many of them, the herbal route does work, yeah. but it seems the rest of us need something quite different. Well, there is, of course, a placebo effect in, in every... Oh, yes, uh, yeah. never underestimate the yeah. placebo effect, yes, absolutely. Um, I, I don't know if you, you, you probably know this, but the, an awful lot of herbal remedies, black cohort, most obviously, have to carry an on-pack warning. Yes, I yeah, contraindications. Refer to the old wives' tale, yes. um, which, which says, in essence, based on traditional use only, Mm. which is a euphemism for saying that there's no clinical testing or scientific evidence whatsoever yes. supporting the fact that this product does what, we, what the pack says it's going to do. Yes. It's based entirely on... But yeah. There is evidence emerging that black cohosh and some of the other herbs are working, 
but it's i think it's very it's very limited research and it doesn't seem to be as effective in a whole group of people and because of the contraindications with black cohosh there are so many women that are going into that um middle age group that are then on other pharmaceutical drugs anyway um yeah. which of course there's a contraindication and they can't go the herbal route so yeah. um so they're stuck but now it looks as if there's there's another route to try so yeah. i must thank you for that that's absolutely brilliant well thank you so much for sharing all that information with us today both trevor and okay. rosie um it's it's not often we can get um a couple to talk together about their experiences and i'm so pleased that that uh your experiences trevor were mirrored by my own husband as well yeah. so uh it's pleases me too <laughs> yes <laughs> yes it um it uh, you feel much better about it don't you so Absolutely. thank you once again and good luck with amberin and um, i'm sure we'll be getting lots more information in the press quite soon about that and I'll, of course i'll put your details at the end of the transcript so that people can get in touch with you thank you both very much indeed thank you thank you bye-bye bye-bye